This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here, Victor. How are you doing today? I am doing outstanding and honored to be here. Hey, there it is. Outstanding. That takes me back. I remember the first time I was uh, indoctrinated into a corporate uh, job. Their training was like, outstanding. What does it mean? We have to you know, adhere you to this. So, so if we dig into your past, I'm curious, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Um, yes and no, I guess. Yes, because my dad was a dairy farmer. So I, I grew up on a dairy farm. So, you know, he did have the, you know, the family farm and we ran that business. And, but I don't think he really set out to be a business owner or anything like that, other than just running the family farm. And obviously we know from a farmer standpoint, there's a lot of work entailed and involved. And that's probably where I've learned. Actually, I know for a fact, that's where I learned my work ethic and following my dad's footsteps or what I've learned at a young, at a young age on the farm. Oh, wow. Man, you guys, you and Jason have that in common in terms of uh, origin story. So we'll get to that. So then how did you how did you break away into business? Because you've got victory driven, right? And you have to sort of elaborate on what that, what that is. But before we get there, what happened? Was it like college? You decided to drive away from that? Or where does this origin story take place in business? Um. I think there's a lot of little factors along the way. And part of it, I'm going to sort of knock myself down a little bit, whether it's my stupidity or my hard headedness. But the reason I, when I graduated high school and I, and I went in the Marine Corps, it's because I didn't want to go to college. I wanted a challenge. And, you know, you heard a lot of people that, okay, they start boot camp. They may, may not make it through boot camp and it's tough. And it's, you know, all those things. And as an 18 year old young man, I was like, all right, that's what I want. And you know what? I want to go serve my country and I want to go down this pathway. And then I did that. And then I got out and I realized I needed the college education. So I did that path. But then I worked for, I come from the fitness industry. I've been 25 years in fitness and I worked for a large corporate organization, fitness club, fitness chain for six and a half years and realized, hey, wait a minute. I'm making this guy or this company a lot of money and I'm pretty good at my craft. I'm going to go and do my own thing. So I jumped and had that either that entrepreneur mindset or resilient backbone, or again, maybe could have been plain stupidity at the time that um, I opened my own personal training studio. And my first one was a huge success. I sold it to one of my trainers that worked for me. And uh, I always joke too, that that's probably where I should have stopped because I was ahead of the game and I was doing good, but I wanted to go bigger and better. And then I started to uh, expand and then I opened up this big um, Taj Mahal gym at the time, if you will, it was known in the community as this big, beautiful, you know, um, everything was um, very, very well done. And I had a really good staff and 08, 09, the financial crisis hit, the recession hit. And uh I had this $3 million facility and two investors. And between the three of us, we went down hard and 
Um, I went through a bankruptcy. Um, I went through a divorce. I lost my house. We lost an SUV. I just, one thing after another, seeing just check all the boxes. It was, um, I was on the bottom of the pit and then I, fitness was all I knew. And I knew I could probably make my way back quicker by starting another one than if I went and got a job. So I opened up um, my third facility, which was a boot camp training facility. Um, boot camps were really hot at the time, just coming out of the scene. And then I, I grew up that. And since then I've, I've pivoted since our pandemic here and I've taken everything online, but it was, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of, of me growing as an entrepreneur. Um, but it's probably those bad times that I grew the most and learned the most. And now I'm in a position in my life to um, try to help others pivot or go through these, those tough times or those challenges in their life. Oh man, <laughs> you gave us a lot. And, uh, and I'm grateful that you opened up about all of that because you know, some people will be going through something not to make light of the situation, but it won't be as, as trying all at once, right? Not everybody gets hit like that. I mean, to have been able to invest in this beautiful property, like you said, the Taj Mahal of gyms, only to have to face 2008 head on and what that led to, which was a sort of a tipping of the dominoes. For most people, that would have been it. Even if they knew they could go back to business and like, you know what, never again, it's too much risk. Look at what it's done to my life, et cetera, et cetera. But in true entrepreneur fashion, it didn't stop you. In fact, you were like, I think I'm going to go at it again, but different this time. And I'm always curious where that quality comes from because it seems like entrepreneurs just can't be stopped. The real ones and we talk, Jason and I talk about this a lot on the show, the, the real entrepreneurs, the ones that just, they don't know how to be any other way. It's just, it really is something you're, you're born with. You, you can teach a lot of things in business to people, but you cannot teach grit. Not like that. Not that kind of grit. Do, do you have any, can you attribute that to anything? I mean, is it growing up watching the dairy farm and all, and all those things and just hard work and that never scared you? Or what, what do you think it is? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, Philip. That is a great question because I think there's a little bit of everything, and I think that's one thing that 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 quality that has served me well. And it's like no matter what, when you get knocked down, you get flat on your back, you get ran over. I mean, you're at the bottom of the bottom. You know, where, where else are you going to go? What else are you going to do? And I think just have the mentality that I want to do it on my terms, and I'm going to do it my way. And I feel like you know. I think through the years I've learned that, okay, it's not all about me, but I think if I do it this way, I can help the most people or I'll be able to provide or make the, or create the best product or give the best service because I just didn't want to fit into the mold. And yeah, I think with, um, you know, my, my dad was, um, he was a former Vietnam vet. He was very firm and very hard. And, you know, he raised this, you know, one way, which is just having the the grit, like you say, a mindset of, 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 of strong strength, come back, hard work. And you know what, if we, if we get knocked on our backs today, there's always tomorrow, or we hope there's always tomorrow. So I just think having that mindset through the years, and then obviously, you know, the Marine Corps that drills in you that mentality even deeper, and then just going out on my own and just realizing that, okay, I don't know this, but how am I going to figure it out? Or who am I going to ask to help me? But just having a mindset to just keep moving forward and keep, um, you know, steering and driving the cart forward. And just, um, you know, sometimes it's, 
it's again, where it's maybe not the best decision, but to figure it out along the way, but people either have it or they don't, whether it's just that, that power within or innate that I'm going to do this and I'm going to overcome this. And, you know, I love to encourage people today that no matter how bad it is, I mean, there was even a bout in there that I didn't share with this, but where I, um, two times I almost tried to take my life. I was suicidal. I was battling severe depression and thankful the hand of God intervened in my life because, you know, there was just, there, there's so much more. I've got three beautiful, loving teenage daughters today that, you know what, that I'm so glad that I, I didn't say no. And I didn't, you know, follow the demons that was going to drag me down and just stay at the bottom, but to get back up and to, and to rise back up, because you know what, there's, there's always a new day. There's always another fight to, to fight, but um, it's just, I guess, keep going and to never stop. I mean, there's, there's days where we got to take a break. We got to, you know what, catch our breath. We might have to, you know, sit on the sidelines for a bit. We might have to level up and, and learn some new skills. But I think at the end of the day or at the end of our lives, it's like, you know what, I got back up and I fought again because uh, it was, it's, it's worth the fight. So. Oh man. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing all that. I, Jason and I talk about that a lot and I'll step over and let Jason uh, uh, touch on that because I know he's going to. Yeah. Uh, so you and I have very intersecting backgrounds for sure. Um, I grew up on a farm, you know, my dad was a Vietnam vet <laughs> and uh, joined the military myself and all that stuff. I was just stupid enough to do it for 23 years. Um, <laughs> so it's funny you say, well, I don't know if it was because I was stupid or, or what, right? So I think in our lives, it's a little bit of everything. Sometimes you're an idiot and you stumble into something, right? And, uh, but a lot of it is just, it's pure resiliency, right? Yeah. Agreed. That's what I think. It's just resiliency. Cause my wife said the other day, I don't know what we were doing something with uh, local stuff and all these young kids were uh, running and all this stuff. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I still keep up with the best of them, right? She was like, that's stupid. Why would you do that? And I said, well, because you just said it, because I'm stupid enough not to quit. That's why. <laughs> Have a damn heart attack before you freaking stop. Because <laughs> in business and all these, you just don't know any better. It's either you either keep your foot on the pedal or you let it off and you get your ass kicked. So. Yeah, it, it sounds like our wives know each other, Jason, because I, I hear the same thing. It's, I always say, you know what, you have to suffer a little bit. It doesn't matter. And obviously being in fitness, it's about, you know what, you got to get to work a little bit harder. You got to run harder. You got to lift harder. You got to just keep pursuing and, and just going after it. And you, you got to suffer. The only way you're going to get to that next level is to suffer. And my wife says, you know what, you use that word suffer so much. I'm sick of it. And it's like, everything doesn't have to be suffering. I'm like, well, if you want to, if you want to rise higher, I think it does. And again, not to say that every day has got to be totally bleeding from my eyeballs and pain, but <laughs> you know what, if you're going to rise higher, the, you know, the word you said, Jason, resiliency is if I use one word to describe me in my life, it's being resilient. And I think that's served me very well, just the ability to keep going because we're going to take hits no matter what we do. I mean, even if, you know, we're not running our own show, but we're working, you know, life's going to give us hits, going to throw us curveballs, whether we're battling with some, you know, disease or, you know, what somebody in our, in, you know, our parents die, our grandparents die. It's just, it's 
we got to come back from that and be resilient and just keep going. There's, there's such a, uh, a parallel between your stories, but I think it's, it's all entrepreneurs as well uh, that just have that as I was alluding to earlier and uh, coming back to the narrative, there's an interesting quality as well with the fact that you're into athleticism, like fitness and things of that nature, that mindset also goes such a long way uh, in terms of stretching and growing, right? Uh, that's what you mean by suffering is you, you got to put in a little bit of stretch right into, into what you're doing. Uh, and some people, the word stretch, uh, suffering might drive them crazy. Like, oh, I don't want to suffer. No, but there's a, there's a stretch to it. There's a, there's a reaching for something that isn't comfortable might hurt a little. And we're not talking about like muscle or, 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 or joint ache pain. No, this is like your soul might hurt just a little to go there. But it, it's incredible what you've been able to do, especially being able to get past what seems to be a roadblock for many, especially after hitting a level of success to then have it all taken away. It's fairly common knowledge these days uh, in, in the number of interviews that I've done over time that entrepreneurs suffer quietly, quite a lot. Uh, as leaders, they don't, they can't tell their team everything, right? Like, oh, <laughs> this, this, this next two weeks is all the payroll we have left. What am I going to do? Like, when you start piling on those kinds of issues, and it's not just the payroll. What does that mean for my family? And just the 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 sheer amount of weights that are tacked onto the shoulders of entrepreneurs. It's incredible that they don't have those thoughts every day. So thank you for sharing something so personal. I, I know that many who are listening will appreciate that. We've had a number of conversations on this show about that. And uh, there's so many opportunities to help each other by just acknowledging that all of us go through it. And my mentor once told me something uh, years ago that we have to redefine the way friendship looks to us when we're leaders. And uh, I think this is a, a clear example of that because as, as entrepreneurial leaders, and I promise I'll get to a point here in a question, but as entrepreneurial leaders, you sort of do stand alone on a rock a lot. Even if you work with your team at the end of the day, it's like it's, there's this vision and this operator coming from you, right? And so with Victory Driven, I imagine the name that you chose is this, did you, is that what got you through it? You decided you were going to focus on the wins and that is that sort of how that came about? Exactly, Philip. And that's so, so true with, I didn't mention too. I mean, you know, when he, when I was going through some of these hard times, I started picking up addictive tendencies. So then, you know, long story short, I ended up in a 12 step program, overcoming addictions and getting through counseling because we start to go down other paths that don't serve us well. You know, I was remember trying to hang on in 09, um, every, my monthly um, amount to cover was over $60,000 to keep the doors open. And I remember we were just bleeding and I was like, Oh gosh, you know what? Any day, any day. And you take that thought process home at night and you don't share it with anybody, you know, other than maybe your wife, if you dare go there because you don't want to dump on her that stress. And now she's carrying it because I'm carrying it. So we start to go down a path that doesn't serve us well. And then again, when I felt like I'm at the bottom of the pit and I've got nowhere to go, all right, I got to get, I got to get my mindset out right, right first. So I leaned into my faith. I've had 
uh, other men around me that would help pick me up and support me. And then, yeah, just having that driven mentality, which is what I preach to my clients today and my, my coaching clients. And when I speak, it's about, you know what, you just got to this resilient backbone again. I'm driven to succeed. I'm driven to overcome. I'm driven to come back. I'm driven to, you know what, I can't do it on my own, but I got to have that mentality and that focus every day to have that driven mindset that, you know what, today might suck or this sucks being here, but I want to take one more step out of this pit today or tomorrow. And then another step the next day and another, and you know what, we got 10, 20, 30 days in a row. We've taken 10, 20, 30 steps out of the pit and we're, we're climbing each and every day. It takes a little bit more and a little bit perseverance and just persistence to do it, but to have that driven mindset that I'm going up and I'm not going to stay down here at the bottom of this thing because it's no fun. It's no fun being down here, but you know what, by the grace of God and by others that have helped me and that we can, you know, lock arms together, we can get out of this thing and we're going to go places because I believe life is, you know, at the end of the day, life is meant to be lived right and enjoyed and experienced. And there's so much good that we can bring and spread and help each other that we help each other out that we need to get up and get out of this thing. So having that mindset obviously served me well. And if I can help others to, you know what, embrace those thoughts too to get up and get going and it ain't easy. We all know some days it's not easy because we just want to, you know, you want to, lay curled up in bed in the fetal position and just, you know, let the day go by. And, you know, there's been honestly some days I remember I'd sit on the couch and I don't know if I really move much, but then there's days I'm like, I can't live like this. This isn't going to, this isn't solving anything. So just to pick myself up and to keep going and moving forward. Yeah, man. I mean, it doesn't get more real than right than that. Right. Jason, that's, (laughs) that's the real deal. (laughs) It is. And I think everybody at some, doesn't matter what it is. It can be the smallest thing, right? Everybody's been there at some stage in their life where they questioned if, am I in the right place? Am I doing the right things? Or, you know, I think every human being goes through that in some shape or form at some point in their life, you know, but But the key is, and I'm just going to kind of go back to a different episode, is that we don't forget the you and human, right? Mm. Because we are humans. We can have these mentalities of, you know, you and I are both military guys. We can have this mentality of suck it up buttercup and freaking embrace the suck and all this stuff, which you kind of got to go through that too, right? I mean, because it isn't always just unicorns and butterflies either right but but uh but but there are like obviously other ways to approach that with because not everybody's in that suck it up buttercup mentality right? right so so i think you know as people as humans we have to be you know we have to be there to support mankind and the more we do that the more we get out of some of these situations we're in and in society and all that stuff. And, and there again, bring the you back into humanity. Right. So. Exactly. Jason. And I think that was one mindset too, that I had going through this and just like, okay, this isn't all about me. This isn't all about, I mean, yeah, I got to, you know, I got a family to support and I've got kids and I got to, you know, do what I got to do, but there's people out there that, you know what, either need to hear my story or that I could help or that I can reach back and give them a hand and pull them up. 
you know, so the more that I can give and be generous of my time or, you know, just a listening ear, a shoulder to cry on, you know, that's, I think, part that helped me, you know, shift that mindset for me that, you know what, this isn't about me. I got to get my crap together and get up and get going. But there's other people out there that need me, that need what I have or need this gift. Or, you know, I feel like today more than ever, I just, you know, I have a voice of encouragement and inspiration that I just want to just inspire whoever it is, whoever comes across my path today, whoever hears me speak, however small of a little, you know, morsel that I can give them, I want to encourage and inspire them. So yeah, if we can get their mindset that it's not about us and it's about, you know what, how can we touch humanity and make this world a better place? Then we all win. Man, what a spirit behind the business that that you're running and the work that you're doing. I often, I often ask myself, you know, am I ready to serve today? Right. Am I, am I going to come from that place? Because that's the only place I can come from if I plan to stay in business for a long time. And it sounds like that's, that's really, you fell in love with the problem. And the problem is that people face mental blocks a lot. And the work that you do has pushed people, nudges people, prods people towards being resilient in all the things. And, and then when they hear your story on top of, on top of everything, because I'm sure you're not in the business of telling everybody your story all the time, uh, it, it only adds, uh, weight to to what you're saying. So with that, you're here now. What are your current goals for Victory Driven? Well, what I what I'm trying to do is I really want. It's funny because I've for 25 years in the fitness business. You know, I've trained people in person. I've had physical locations, and since the pandemic, we've taken a major pivot, and now I do most of my um, business online and through coaching and speaking. And I'm trying to expand my business in the online arena um, just to make more of a, I want to make more of a bigger impact in more people's lives. So I'm still, to be honest, I'm still navigating that, but I really want to touch and change lives um, with a message of resiliency, with a message of, you know, if I can help, you know, typically people come to me and they want to lose weight or get fit. And I love that because that's what I know, but that's such a small piece of the puzzle. And then we talk about, you know, the mindset and the attitude and having a servant's heart and doing all those other things, which I really, that, that fires me up to talk about that because then I can, you know, my story of my past, you know, successes and failures, I can relate to that and help them. So I guess from a, to, to answer that question, Philip is like, I want to speak to people that want, you know what? They've been knocked on their back. They've fallen down. They've been bankrupt with ever, however that can apply to their life. And I want to basically tell them that, you know what, we can do this. You can get up and you can go again and you can just keep, you know, keep striving for what you want to strive for or fulfill your purpose in life because there is greater days in front of you. There's greener grass coming. So just, I feel like I want to, I have a message of encouragement and inspiration and hope that there's better days ahead. I, uh, I had, I want to say maybe a month back, gone to an event uh, for with this PR agency that they were hosting out here in LA and Bel Air, and uh, they were sauced up. I wasn't drinking, but uh, they eventually, t- you know, they they opened up to me a little, and I remember them telling me, you know, I will never do business with someone who hasn't lost it all at least once. And I was like, why do you say that? Because there's just something that happens to that person uh, that the next time they go into business with anyone. They would never put someone else in that position ever. And uh, 
And I think I think there's something valuable to that. I imagine venture capitalists are probably along that same line of uh, thinking. If I'm, if my conversations in the past have been correct, I was wondering what what is something you yourself look for when working with someone in the world of business. Um, probably a couple things that stand out to me is um, probably number one is integrity, and you know I love that if we've you know failed or had a setback or made a mistake, people just own it, own it right from the get-go or gosh, you know what? I screwed up. I'm sorry. That that goes a long way with me. Um, also just having an attitude of excellence that I want to give it my best. And you know what, if my best isn't today, I'm going to try to learn and maybe learn and develop a skill to become better. Um, and then um, I would say growth. I, I love people with a growth mindset that, you know what, I want to um, whether I want to grow personally, I want to grow professionally. I want to be a better, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is, knowing that, you know, I'm going to be better at 30 than I was at 20, better at 50 than I was at 40, you know, that I'm on, I, I'm constantly growing, learning, changing, adapting and becoming better, you know, at my craft, but then also personally too. So I think those are some of those, those big values that, you know, jump out to me or that I try to, live by them. And then I look at other people that I want to either collaborate or work with that, you know, share that same, those same sentiments. Love it. Love it. Jason, you want to chime in on anything? Yeah. It's, there's so many things in this conversation that hopefully people are really listening to what is being said because every journey has its challenge, right? But that's why I always say, I don't, I don't worry about the destination ever, right? The destination's too far off and hell, we might never get there, right? So, so just worry about the journey. Worry about today. Don't worry about it. I'm just saying focus on today. Focus on, you know, what can you affect today, tomorrow, Friday, whatever. But, you know, so many people get stuck in this. I need to plan 10 years out, right? Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen in a year, let alone 10. And now I'm not saying go through business and life blinder than a bat, but, but uh, focus your energy on, you know, what's right in front of your face most of the time, you know? And I think not, a great, don't mean to interrupt Jason, but I think yeah, a great yeah. lesson in that was this pandemic. I mean, look, two yeah. years ago, I mean, we just, we all got, you know, stopped in our tracks, especially, you know, entrepreneurs and like, okay, what do we do now? I mean, our, you know, for me, my, my doors are being forced shut and I'm like, okay, I don't, I only make money when people come through that door. So what am I going to do? And, you know, we had to obviously make a quick pivot, but yeah, it's a, a major lesson. I think we've took out from these, taken from these last two years. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know how many times I've said it to like up and coming business owners or entrepreneurs, or it's, they're like, well, this ain't working or that ain't working. or You know, I got to be doing this or chasing that or doing this or that, or this or that, or this or that. And it's just like, stop. What is right here in front of your face? That is your winner. What, it, what is that? What's right here in front of your face? That's just like poking you in the eye and you just keep not paying attention to it. Right. Know that. And that's all you need to know because then you can develop off of that. But, you know, a lot of people just, they chase, and I'm not saying don't chase dreams and all those things, but, but you also have to chase where you can eat, <laughs> <laughs> what feeds you every day too, and takes care of your family and, 
you know, it's not a Hollywood situation by any means, but, but most of the time it is, it's, it's sitting right there in front of you. All you have to do is open your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Man, this conversation is just—it's getting deep, and uh, and, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm here, and I'm here for it. Um, so, so with that though, so we've established the the plan moving forward, and given that a lot of your work is remote, and you wanting to scale up the impact, I imagine you'll be creating courses or hosting webinars, so something something along the group training, something along those lines. Uh, where should people? be reaching out to you to connect with you to check in on what you're up to. Yeah. You can go to my website, which is uh, victorstraw.com. Just my name, my first last name, victorstraw.com. And it, it has uh, one of my, um, it's basically my, one of my offerings is on there right now that I, I offer. I, I do a 21 days to victory um, sort of quick start fitness program. And then I also do some masterminds and group coaching and, um, yeah, it's available on my website right there. Otherwise you can always email me too, if you have questions or if anything that I can, you know, I love to do, I love to speak and give, um, speak to organizations that basically, you don't want to be inspired or encouraged or church groups. Um, so you can always email me at victor at victorstraw.com and I'd be happy to chat with you. Um, and now, Victor, if you were able to go through a portal and it takes you back to that hard time, just I want to say 2008, 2009, or somewhere roughly around there when things were at their lowest of lows and you, your future self, right, which is you now, were able to walk into that room or where you were sitting on that couch contemplating all sorts of things. What would you say to yourself if you had one chance to to really just shake yourself up and 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 really get in there and and, and change the course? Um, gosh, Philip, you know what? Just you asking that question almost makes me pretty emotional. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Man. I would uh, no, that's that's a really great question. I uh, what comes to my mind is I would just say, um, you know, pick your head up. You're going to make it. Cause it was a, uh, it was a very low, low time in my life and I didn't know. And I think maybe by my decisions that I was going to, you know, self-destruct, take my own life and just, you know, escape the pain, but knowing what I know now and looking back and, you know, you know, no one likes, you know, when you're going through hell as a saying, when you're going through hell, keep going, you know, we don't like it, but you look back now and I'm saying, you know, that basically made me a stronger man, a better man, a better husband today, a better father. Um, I really plug into my faith more than I've ever been. It's those times that make us. And looking back, I would have said, you know, I mean, if I could have just like, you know what, pick your head up, you're going to make it through this because it was, it was a very, very tough time, but um, I'm glad I'm on here today. I'm on here today and be able to share this with you because it's, uh, you know, looking back then it was, am I going to make it? But Thankfully, by the grace of God, I did. Yeah, man. Just stepping into the room saying, this is the moment that makes you from here. Yeah. You will design yourself. Oh, man. Yeah, that's powerful. such a powerful moment. And so with that said, I, I'm going to carry it over into the grand finale if there's no objections from Jason. Oh, shoot. <laughs> shoot. So, uh, Victor, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. The grand finale question is if you could have invited anybody, your pick of the litter, dead or alive, to join us today, who would you have loved to have had here to contribute or listen, and, and why? Um, 
You know, there's a couple that come to mind. Um, I lost my dad a few years ago and, um, I would have loved to have him, you know, be here. And, uh, you know, it's funny cause he, he was very firm and hard on me and my brother growing up on the farm and, and, uh, you know, he was an alcoholic and everything, but through his, you know, hard or rough hand in my life, he really helped me. I want to say either rise back up or become great because of his strength. So, um, you know, at, at, as a teenager, I look at it as like, oh, he was so tough and hard on us, but because he was tough and hard on us, that was one of those things that I think made me great. Um, and the second guy that comes to mind is, um, a pastor. He used to be a pastor of mine almost 20 years ago, pastor Don Schiltz, and just an incredible, incredible man that, uh, I hold in high regard that, you know, when I failed, when I messed up, when I continually made my mistakes, he, I felt like was an extension of, of Jesus to me and was gave the hand of forgiveness and no shame. And, um, you know what, today's a new day. Let's, what can we do today to move a step forward in the right direction? So, you know, those two gentlemen that I hold in high regard, um, would love to be here today to listen or hear this. I love it, man. Uh, it's heartfelt. It looks like you lead with your heart in life. And, uh, that's something we could all use a reminder that we can do that. We can navigate through life with our heart and still have our boundaries and still have our, our, our opportunities for growth. You know, there, there's nothing wrong with leading from the heart. And I, and I appreciate that reminder. Victor, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Those are my closing thoughts. Turn it over to Jason to close us out. Yeah. Yeah. Victor, it's been great having you on. Um, you know, we all have the same amount of hours every single week. And thank you for coming and just carving out 30, 40 to spend with us. Um, it's very appreciated. You know, there's lots of things in life that are cars and homes and all those things. And that's just all uh, stuff, right? Can all be replaced. Yeah. What you can't replace is time and you can't replace meaningful conversation. And this was a very, very meaningful conversation that uh, I myself, can relate to and thank you for sharing your story. I really appreciate it very much. And I'm sure the audience will as well. Well, thank you gentlemen for having me and for the opportunity to share my story. Cause I greatly appreciate that. And, and uh, again, honored and thankful to be here. So thank you. Awesome. Right on, man. Cheers, brother. Great. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.